It's summertime, summertime. and the living is easy, but the conversation is always topical and lively. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Put a smile upon your face as if there's nothing wrong. Think about a good time had a long time ago. Think about forgetting about your worries and your woes. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Walking in sunshine, certainly always here on the Watchdog Morning Show, but also I think outside. I don't know if the sun's out yet, but it was a partly cloudy morning. That's going to give way, according to Adam Fike at the Big 7, uh, to sunshine this afternoon. It's going to be dry. It's going to be hot, probably right around 90, maybe a little below, a little above. Tomorrow, sunny and a heat advisory kicks into effect tomorrow. We will look for heat indexes over 100 and probably closer to 104, 105 uh, during the day tomorrow. That heat uh, advisory starts tomorrow and stays at least through tomorrow night. It's going to be a very hot Friday. Going to cool down a bit on Saturday, and that's the good news. Again, we have a big festival weekend today. It's the uh, Greek Fest down in Center Wheeling. Hopefully you can get down. And, uh, I'm going to try and grab a gyro at some point or another. Uh, stop by and see Donnie Gilbert broadcasting live. Yes, broadcasting live uh, from, is he inside, outside? Do you know where he's going to be? He'll be outside, probably under a tent somewhere looking for a little shade. Right there in the street. I think they do some, some Greek dancing, so maybe. Oh, could, Donnie's going to have it all. Could Donnie get, maybe he could do some dancing there? I think that's why Andrea's there. I think he's going to probably oh. push Andrea out there when the, when the dancing starts, Howard. <laughs> Tomorrow, of course, is the uh, 40th annual Upper Ohio Valley Italian Festival here. Uh, in the streets of downtown Wheeling. Uh, we'll be broadcasting live from there as well. We start at noon with a plethora of hosts. What? A plethora. I thought it was a Pine Room Boys. That means more than one. You oh, plethora, okay. A plethora okay, yeah. of oh, I got you. <laughs> the Pine Room Boys will be there at noon. Yes, they are. They're going to kick things off from 12 to 3, Howard. That'll be kind of fun. These guys do a great job. Listen to the Pine Room every day when you can. They're here every Monday from 2 to 3 and Tuesdays and Thursdays from noon to 3. Uh, they're going to be here today from noon to 3, or tomorrow, I should say, from noon to 3. So be sure and tune in to the Pine Room guys. But that's not all. That's not it's all. It's not, not all. We're just we're getting started. We're not done. When the Pine Room boys are done, we're not done broadcasting live from the Italian Festival. No, it'll be Dr. Angelo Georges hosting what is normally heard on Saturday, and it will be heard on Saturday, but we're doing a Friday version, a special Italian Festival version, the uh, Paul Harris Saturday Sports Huddle with your host, Dr. Angelo Georges. We'll be there from 3 to 4, and then we're not done yet, Howard. No? No, what we else are we not. Add? Wait, we've got the Pine Room guys. We've got uh, we have Donnie today, the Pine Room guys tomorrow at noon. We've got uh, Doc George and the Sports Hunter. What more could we have? Those good old boys, Howard. That's who oh, you have, the good oh, old boys. My, myself you. and Brian Bearsford, Bear and Bob, the good old boys. And Bear's going to be here, right? He, Bear's going to be here in person. And, you know, you want to watch somebody. They, they talk about Jerry Ames. I'll put him up against Jerry Ames anytime when it comes to, you know, e eating. <laughs> and uh, he'll be there with special guests if he survives the, Greek the Fest. Grecian Festival. If one of those Greeks don't kill him down there at the festival, Donnie Gilbert will be special guest with Bear and I tomorrow from 4 to 5. So stop by, say hello. We'll be right there at the beer garden. You know, I may get down. I'm not sure I will. The heat and my... Come on, Howard. I don't get around, my, I don't get around much <laughs> anymore in the words of the song. That's true. Um uh, but, but man, I used to, we, we, you and I used to, the Friday. Hey, they're tapping our foot. Come on, it's 11 o'clock. <laughs> Pour that beer. <laughs> yeah, a, we, we always had wristband number one. 
Um, and I used to enjoy broadcasting from down there. I will not be there uh, broadcasting. We have a better team than I am taking care of things. Today. Younger team, Howard. I don't know if better. Younger. Yeah, they're they're younger. They're younger and they're eager and they're like wolves, they're just nipping at my. Ready. Ears. They're ready to go. Yeah, they're ready for the morning show. I know. I know what they're uh, what they're what they're ready for. Nine thirteen here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I want to get into the UFO hearing yesterday, and I haven't done that yet. Also, a uh, really interesting commentary that Hoppy did uh, yesterday. Uh, on COVID deaths, and I'm not going to get into it right now, but hopefully I will later this hour or maybe tomorrow. But uh, according to Hoppy in his commentary, and it's, it, it actually it's, it's a news story uh, from the Journal of American, uh, the JAMA, Journal of American Medicine, uh, Internal Medicine, they found that Republicans died more than Democrats did as a result of COVID because they weren't taking the vaccine. Well, stubborn, is that what you're saying, they were, they were. They were not. The uh, mortality rate for Republicans significantly higher for Republican voters than Democrat voters after vaccines became available to all adults. I draw the conclusion that you, know, you should have done your own research. You should have listened to people who are scientists and knew what they're talking about to begin with. But I, I want to get into that a little bit. I don't know if I have time today. If not, we'll do it uh, tomorrow. Uh, maybe here on the show. But you can go to WVMetroNews.com and read about it, Hoppy Kirchival's commentary of the day today. Hoppy himself in here, of course, at 1006 with Statewide Talk Line. We have talked about AI, artificial intelligence, basically. I still, <laughs> I, I, I share information with you guys about this. I'm not s still totally sure how it all is working and why it's getting more and more advanced and what the fear is you know some of the ai people themselves put out a, a a declaration a few months ago saying that they're afraid ai might take over the world or something like that another thing we've heard about are deep fake videos these are videos that don't really happen you see the video you say oh my god slider was um water skiing on the ohio river yesterday no sliders never water skied on the ohio river but they make these videos and they could be showing up in some of our campaigns as well for as we moved into the political season. We're going to talk to Ted about that coming up next year on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's 9.15. Hey there, Dave Weekly here, your host for Metro News Hotline. Get ready for an epic journey every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. We've got all the excitement you need from sports to tech, music, pop culture, and everything in between. Join Coop and I as we bring you engaging discussions, captivating interviews, fun games, and the latest sports and entertainment headlines that will keep you hooked. Metro News Hotline is your go-to source for sports, news, entertainment, and most importantly, fun. Tune in weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News and WVMetroNews.com. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care, close to home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes. Offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute. Establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff. Providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services. And equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place at the right time. 
are back. Check out your favorite talk radio station on our new Facebook page at Watchdog WV. Click our like button to follow what's happening on the Watchdog FM 98.1 and 97.7 AM 1600 and 1370. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Slider's going to be a live wire down at the uh, Greek Fest today. You're not going for the Oompa, are you? You know, I, I've seen you. I've seen you operate on that, pal. I, I, one time, uh, George Kellis's birthday. Geez, a long, right, long time ago. I, we were on 16th Street. Yeah. And, uh, you know, really was I, I didn't think we were doing anything wrong. And you came in and you gave me that look and you give me that sign across the throat like that's it. Stop it. Stop it now. <laughs> well, you were Oompa, Oompa. You just kept. Taking those shots, and I thought it was good luck. You know, I, next thing I knew, you were leaning up against the wall. Yeah, kind of sliding down at some point. But so. that wasn't the worst. I mean, the all-time worst is when you didn't stop me when you should have stopped me when I drank that whole bottle of firewater, Howard. That was a mistake right there. You encouraged that, I believe. You know, we had fun back in those days, pal. Yeah, too much at that. If I'm down at the Italian Fest, I probably won't. But if I'm down there, I'll probably have what I'm drinking now—a bottle of water, or maybe if I go. Go hog wild, I'll get a lemonade. All right, well, I'll have one for you. I'll say this one's for Howard. All right. Uh, 9.20 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I, I, I said earlier, I, I kind of half understand AI. Uh, we do a lot of talking about it. I don't fully comprehend it. I know what deep fakes are. They are videos that are, or usually videos, pictures, that are made that show something as real that didn't actually happen um and i never thought about how these things could really impact an election but i uh read a piece of this recently by uh, christopher schwartz who was a research associate at uh, the rochester institute of technology and it, it, it was intriguing enough to me that i asked him to join us this morning so uh, chris good morning welcome to the show thank you for waiting hey, so morning. long no thank you for having me 
So let me let me get real basic. You know, I still don't fully understand what AI is. You're you're a guy in the computing world and stuff. What is AI? <laughs> okay. Uh, mm, all right. The simplest answer is it is not what the movies are showing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, that's that, that's right. that's helpful. Okay. So a lot a lot of what is called AI is also known as machine learning, and that's essentially. Um, hyper-fast and very flexible statistical algorithms that, you know, you feed data into and they begin to identify patterns and then we can do things with those patterns. So ChatGPT, which is pretty much it's actually a kind of a deep fake, a text deep fake, um, runs on a giant what they call neural network. It's just an enormous web of, of links and nodes that are all probability driven, statistically driven. Um, they fed it years' worth of Internet data about our language. It had detected all of these patterns, and then they connected that to software, and then they can begin to have this sort of lifelike chatbot with us. Mm. So uh, that's like the robotic sort of looking element of it. We, and we see some of this, I guess, on some businesses that if you're online, they have a, you know, a, how can I help you, sir, kind of thing. And that's, that's a version mm -hmm. of AI, right? Yeah, so... so uh, a kind of a big distinction within AI is rules-based AI and then neural networks. So rules-based AI is just like really complicated logic trees, the kind of stuff that you you, know, you used to do. If you ever played like um, old Nintendo games like Shadowgate, these were like rule-based sure. games, yeah. right? You know, you, you, you do X and Y will happen, but you can also do Z and then B will happen, right? Um, and then you just have huge logic trees of that. Um, what ChatGPT does is something a lot more fast and nimble than that, and more flexible. I have downloaded ChatGPT to my phone a couple months ago, I guess, and then it just sits there because I don't know quite what to do with it. And, <laughs> and I'll be real honest, I'm a little afraid of it. Yeah, you don't have to be afraid of it. Um, just remember that um, it doesn't have consciousness. It, that doesn't mean it doesn't per se have an understanding of language. It has the understanding of language that a statistical model would have of, of language. But it's not like thinking and trying to manipulate you. Um, and the engineers have also built into it certain protections to make sure that you don't ever really trick yourself into thinking that it is really a person or an artificial person. Um, so uh, you don't have to be afraid of it. And in general, with the whole deep fake technology world, you don't have to be afraid of it in terms of like how to, how to say this. Be afraid of its misuses, but don't be afraid of the technology, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that does make sense, except the reality is the misuse of technology is something to be afraid of. And let's talk about how these deep fakes, videos, I guess, <coughs> primarily, uh, can... We might be seeing more of these, perhaps, in our political campaigns as the presidential Here election and other elections start coming up. And basically, and I'll let you explain it, but if I understand it correctly, basically... We could see a video, maybe on a social media site or someplace else, that looks like something is happening. It looks like, I, I'm going crazy, it looks like Donald <laughs> Trump and Joe Biden met in a secret bunker someplace and signed a deal. I mean, it looks like right. a video of the two of them. And you say, oh my God, it's on video. Because what do we, we believe our eyes. It's right there on video. And yet, that can be totally manufactured. Yeah, so <clears throat> um, we actually already have seen what might have been the first ever um, deepfake used in a political campaign from a Twitter account associated with DeSantis down in Florida, mm -hmm. um, where they were depicting Biden, and it wasn't anything nefarious. It was just sort of scenes of crowds and Biden doing things, right? But 
um, uh, it was the first the first time that has that has happened. So it already has begun. Um, what we need to watch out for will be more like anonymous or pseudonymous deep fakes that are, like you said, are purposely trying to pre- uh, present confusing, un- unrealistic, or even like alarming situations. Like in the, my article, I talked about how. You know, you could make a situation deepfake of Zelensky and Biden having a secret meeting, agreeing to the, the emergency special membership protocol for NATO and beginning nuclear war against Russia, right? And none of that, none of that would be real. Um, but yeah, I mean, people who don't necessarily know that such a protocol doesn't exist um, and don't don't have don't understand how the war is uh, unfolding might would of course be terrified that the end of the world is coming. Um, so. Those are very real. That's a very real threat to our uh, electoral integrity. You know, when Photoshop first came into being, you know, you be, you could tell something. Well, if you look closely, you could tell it's Photoshop. You say, oh, well, that looks that's something weird looks about that. And then you realize, oh, I can see where the difference is. And I think as early videos, maybe they weren't deep fake videos, just fake videos <laughs> came on, came to be. You could kind of tell if you look carefully. I get the I get the sense that particularly with AI's assistance, deep fake videos these days are, are harder and harder to tell from reality. Period. So there's a, there's a few thoughts here. So, in in the biz, <laughs> or in the dark dark arcana of uh, the deep fake <laughs> world, <laughs> we talk about uh, cheap fakes versus deep fakes. The fundamental difference there is uh, the tools used to produce the fake image or video or text or sound or whatever, right? Um, and so cheap fake, for example, would be based on Photoshop. Um, and a deep fake is the one that really uses AI. Um, yeah, so we are coming to a, a period um, when it would get harder and harder for the human eye to detect any differences. There are ways of using AI to detect AI. Um, and that's, we're still many years away from um, AI being able to trick AI consistently and successfully. It will be messy. Sometimes the AI will catch the AI and sometimes it won't. But, you know, getting to a point when it just, it just becomes impossible at all to detect uh, a deep fake is still some way away. Um, but there is, there is good news. There are ways we can protect ourselves even in that crazy situation. Uh, which you and I can talk about if you want. Well, yeah, let's. I want to. I want to go down a different road in a minute, but let's stay right there. Let's talk about that. What can we do to? Yeah, I like that phrase to protect ourselves from this. Yeah. Well, the first big thing is not to be afraid. Um, you know. So you know, take a deep breath. Uh, you know, the world is not ending. Humanity is resilient. Um, uh, as often as there are like malicious uses of our technology, there's also good uses of our technology. Um, have some faith, as it were. Right. Okay. Uh, second. Um, you know, always um, how express this. You know, if you see if you see Zelensky and Biden having a secret meeting, or Biden and Trump having a secret meeting, or just something something like this, right? Or like Trump pushing a person in front of a car, you know, or like whatever, right? Um, you know, use your background knowledge. Ask yourself, well, wait, is that really possible? Is that really realistic? If you don't know the answer. Right. And and be honest with yourself, because you 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 might not know what you don't know. So if you really have some kind of uncertainty, then you you got to trust the authorities on this. You got to start, you know, seeing what journalists are saying, seeing what analysts are saying, you know, go online to uh, a properly edited Wikipedia web, you know, whether or all the editors have been on the entry. 
Um, you know, go to Reddit and see what the sort of the Reddit crowd detectives are saying about it. You know, do this, right? Like, so you, you can use your background knowledge. And well, most of all. Basically trust your gut. I mean, if you say, this doesn't seem right, then take a little time to figure out if it is right. Yeah, trust, trust your gut in two ways. Trust your gut if it doesn't seem right. But also, don't trust your gut <laughs> if it seems right. That's the other thing, right? If, if, let's say, you really hate Trump or you really hate Biden, right, um, and you're seeing something or hearing something that confirms your worst feelings about them, you should also be alarmed um, because it could be preying on your bias towards or against them, right, um, or, and really against anyone. Um, so that, that leads to, I think, the biggest, most important um, uh, psychological principle. So I'm actually, I was a journalist, and now I'm a philosopher, um, and I, I'm, I'm a very weird philosopher because I'm working <laughs> in cybersecurity. But there's, but like, I love the Stoics, you know, Marcus Aurelius, Epictetus, you know, these guys, right? Right. Um, and they were some of the first to say, you know, it's okay, you don't need to react. You know, you get confronted with something in the world. You can say, you know what? It's, you know, I know that we're under attack. It's cool. I don't have to have a reaction to this. Uh, agree with it or disagree with it. Like it or dislike it. Be alarmed by it or not. I can say, you know what? Deep breath and be like, nope, I'm not having a reaction about this later on. Right now, right? Later on, I'll figure out what this is, right? If, you know, they're giving me a video of Biden, you know, doing something criminal with a child or Trump doing something crazy, right? You know, take a deep breath and be like, you know what? It could be real. It could be false. Let me wait a day or two and see what the consensus is about. Give me some thoughts about how these deep fakes could be used in a campaign. I mean, I'm guessing that nobody is going to go so – well, I shouldn't say that, I guess. <laughs> but my yeah, thought is you're not going to see a deep fake video of Donald Trump pulling out an AK-47 and shooting down a bunch of people in the street. Because our gut would say that that's no, just just isn't going to happen. Well, well, or 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 you mentioned Biden uh, doing bad things with children. Well, that goes too okay. far, right? Well, well, well. Okay, so remember, Trump did say he could shoot someone in the middle he of Manhattan. Did say and that. Was, yes, he did. Right, and also it depends on who the target audience is. You may not be the target audience, for example, right? You know, so you see a deep fake comes across your Twitter feed, or you 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 know. Lord forbid, like, you know, something really crazy happens with, like, um, uh, your local radio station. Someone's, like, hacking it and, like, is trying to, like, make an audio deepfake broadcast on it, whatever, right? Um, hold on. But one, you may hold not... on one second. Yeah. Now you've got me scared. Now you... Okay, hold on. Now, okay. now, now okay. you got me Remember... scared. Now you got pe people are making deepfake audio of our show, Bob. That's wait, not good. Wait, 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 wait. That's how important Maybe it got better, Howard. <laughs> the world hangs on your show. Okay, hold on. Remember, take a deep breath. You don't have to react. You don't have to react. This is a good little test case. I'll come back to why I said that. I don't think that's going to happen in this election, but okay. we need to be aware that in future elections that could happen. Okay. Let me come back. Okay. So um, 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 you may not necessarily be the target audience for it. Um, people who have, you know, obviously are more prone to conspiracy theories or just deep skepticism and distrust in general could be the target, right? So people who follow QAnon, for instance, are certainly going to be susceptible to any deepfake that portrays Biden doing something criminal with a child, for example, right? Um, people who are very far left, for instance, will also be receptive to uh, a video of Trump finally doing what he said he could do and shooting someone in Manhattan and everyone like applauding him on the streets or something like this, See, right? See, I told so, you he was going to do that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
Okay, so about, about the really kind of crazy scenario I told you about. So um, uh, America is um, uh, um, vulnerable, but not so vulnerable to that. So I just want to reassure your listeners. Um, but we did see something like this happen in Russia just recently. Um, so, yeah, we don't know if it was the Ukrainians, but, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, it was the Ukrainians. Uh, the, um, um, in uh, Russian national television and radio were hacked and a, 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 a deep fake of Putin was broadcast, an audio and visual deep fake of him. And this really, ha- this, this, this really happened? This really happened. Okay. Um, um, declaring a full-scale mobilization and that basically, you know, Russia was going to go total war now against Ukraine. Oh, wow. And meanwhile, um, in, I forget if it was in Belgorod or Rostov-on-Don, but one of the two cities close to the Ukrainian border, um, they, uh, someone began handing out call-up sheets to Russian men saying go to the nearest, you know, conscription center, it's time, right? So this was what we call a multimodal attack, uh, brilliant, like a really brilliant attack, freaked the heck out of the, the Russian people, right? Because, of course, they don't want to be fully mobilized to go to, go to apocalyptic war with yeah. Ukraine. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and it was a psyop. It was a total, total psyop. Um, uh, I mean, uh, Putin, we all know that the reason why Putin hasn't drawn up a full mobilization order is because it would be the end of him politically. So, uh, which is also probably what, what saved the Russian people from total panic. Uh, they were all like, well, wait, is this realistic? You know, <laughs> would Putin really do this? You know, um, so. Um, but so it's, that, it's also, that what I call trust your gut is that this doesn't seem right. Yeah. This is an example where your gut was probably right, right? You know, so, but remember, Russia is also infrastructurally more vulnerable. Um, I used to spend a lot of time in the former Soviet Union. Um, they do not have a lot of the robust security features that, that we do in the United States. But, of course, if someone was really dedicated and had the resources to do it, they could potentially cause that kind of harm. Um, and they might be looking for, like, low-hanging fruit, like a local radio station in which they could try to do that, right, where security might be a bit uh, weaker than versus, like, you know, NPR, for instance, right? Right. Um, so, um, so I'm not saying that's going to happen definitely this election, but it's something to keep in mind in the future that we know we will need better cybersecurity at every level across society to protect our elections going forward from multimodal fake attacks. Do we need some kind of legislation to deal with this, or can legislation even deal with this? This is a great question. This is something we're debating a lot about. You know, there are a lot of potential positive use cases of deepfakes. Um, even though they have a very kind of dark origin in pornography, actually, non-consensual pornography, mm. um, you know, we're, there's already experiments about whether or not they could help people mourn the loss of a loved one, for instance, if they can be used as simulators to help people uh, uh, retrain and get new skills. Like, there's a lot of potential positive use cases of it. So you want to be very careful if you do legislate not to, you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um but we don't really know what it would look like yet. And it's sort of the broader problem in general of how do you regulate AI, because AI is oftentimes not, like a, not a physical thing, right? It's, it's, uh, you know, it, may be, it may be based in actual hardware, but it's ultimately digital structures. So it's not like regulating a car or a gun. You know? um, so right. we're still yeah. trying to figure that out, what that would look like. Um, certainly, a lot of our existing laws can be brought to bear. You know, if you produce a deep fake um, of someone that slanders the reputation um, you know, unless you were clearly doing it for satirical purposes and your audience misunderstood, you could be sued, you know, for libel, right? Um, so we do already have a lot of tools in the toolbox to deal with this. 
when it comes to dealing with like anonymous purveyors of <laughs> destruction, basically, um, yeah, I mean, then it's sort of it, it, then it, then it's tricky. We have some national security laws we can already bring to bear on that. We have some uh, you know just run of the mill public order laws you can bring to bear on that. But it's a debate we're having. Probably in due time we will figure it out. We will figure out what kind of legislation we need. You will probably see a variety of legislation around the world. We already see actually some legislation out of China, for instance. So everyone will sort of have their different take on how to deal with the deep fake phenomenon. Um, so I'm not so worried about about that, and I figure, given enough time, we will we will develop um, relatively sophisticated policies for dealing with it, um, especially if the right you know experts are being consulted and if people don't lose their cool. Again, I can't I can't emphasize this enough. As much as I'm talking about like nightmare scenarios, it's important to like take a deep breath and also remember that you know you wake up from nightmares, right? right. Your nightmares don't don't stay. All right. It, it, legislation is one thing. What about uh, improved technology to simply detect the deep fakes? Oh, yeah. Actually, in that respect, um, we're doing pretty well. Um, so, okay, let me, give you, let me give you the con before I give you the pro. So the con is that, you know, you're already seeing a lot of people, like Intel, say, we got this deep fake detector. This deep fake detector, you know, has this, like, you know, 100,000% accuracy rate, <laughs> right? <laughs> Something like this, right? And that's just BS. Um, and there's a lot of, like, a PR oftentimes to, to, to uh, you know, make them look good to the public or to the shareholders, um, you know, or in the case of academia, to make it look like you're doing something, you know, uh, noteworthy for tenure. Um, so that's the con. Um, oftentimes, these detectors actually only look for one thing, maybe two or three at most. Um, and they're very good in laboratory settings, but they're not so great in the wild, as we call it, right, outside in the real world. Um, and BBC actually just did this to Intel's deepfake detector, and they found that, you know, when, when you actually have an image that you know is fake, but you just want to confirm to be 100% sure if it's fake, it does, does amazingly well. But when you have an image where you're like, ah, I'm not sure sure if this is fake or not, and you give it to the, to the detector, it's like, wah, wah. It's like not so great, basically, right? Um, however, so my project, I'm at the Rochester Institute of Technology, and we have a project we call Defake. Um, and Defake, in many respects, is supposed to be like a toolbox of tools. Uh, so we have some of our own deep learning AI-based detection methods, but we're also like trying to integrate all of it, right? All of these methods into like one, like you know, omni method, <laughs> as it were. Um, and um, while it's, while like like all the other detectors, it does have problems identifying deep fakes in the wild. It does. It's not like a total failure either. So that gives us hope that we're actually uh, moving in the right direction. Uh, and I imagine it will always be a bit of an arms race. But you know, given again on a long enough timeline, it'll it will get we'll get higher and higher success rates at tracking down the sort of signs of deepfakes that we know about, and then a new sign will appear, a new way of making deepfakes will appear, and then we'll have to readjust. Um, but that's sort of like of anything. I mean, it's, it's drugs, uh, nuclear weapons, you name it, right? It's always sort of this case. There's always a sort of arms race that goes on. It's just a fact of life. Yeah. Um, so, um, but I, I, I'm, I'm optimistic that we will get better and better at dealing with this phenomenon. So the notes I made as far as what we as individuals can do to, to, is uh, when we see things that are strange to us, you, as you, you said, don't be afraid. I say trust your gut. You said take a breath and check yep. external sources if you, you know, all right, and this doesn't seem right to me, but maybe it is. Uh, so I need to delve further into it outside of this piece of video or this piece of 
social media and go elsewhere for yep. external sources and try and figure it out. All yep. right, um, and Chris, I'm out of time, unfortunately, because I like to. Okay. Pers- I wish That's I could pursue this a whole lot more because this is an interesting subject to me, and I'm happy to come back on. We will. I, 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 I also, uh, you know, as a journalist, I was on all these big wig, you know, BBC, DW, whatever, right? I think, I think that the struggle is at the local level. At the end of the day, uh, I would love to come back on in the future if you guys ever need any help with this or other topics related to AI and disinformation. Because local, local news is where, where it really is going to matter most. I appreciate that, and uh, we, that's what we feel here too. Very good. And I'll, you're definitely in my Rolodex. We'll see what, uh, what comes up as time goes by. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah. I really appreciate it very Thanks much. Thanks for having me. All, All right. right. Have a good my day. My pleasure. All right. Uh, Christopher Schwartz with the Rochester Institute of Technology. Um, you can just think of all sorts of things that people could make these deep fake videos on. But I didn't like the idea that he said they could make deep fake audio of us out there somewhere. Somebody's put a podcast up and it's going to be you and me. God help us. I don't know what. It's 18 to the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. West Virginia Metro News. I'm Carrie Hudasek. Kanawha County investigators allege a babysitter caused a two-year-old boy's death. Deputies say 31-year-old Brittany Napier of Dunbar put a queen-size mattress on top of a playpen that two-year-old Zakai Williams was in while she was babysitting him last week. Williams' head got pinned between the mattress and the top rail as he was trying to get out. He died a short time later. Kanawha County Chief Deputy Joe Crawford says Napier has been babysitting Zakai for a few days. He says this should have never happened. Life is definitely taken uh, too short. Napier told this to WCHS-TV as she was heading into magistrate court Monday evening for her arraignment. I'm sorry. She's being held on $250,000 bail. I'm Jeff Jenkins, WVMetroNews.com. U.S. Attorney for West Virginia Southern District Bill Thompson will hold a news conference this hour at the federal courthouse in Charleston to announce new training tools to help teachers and child protective services workers better identify and report human trafficking and rescue child victims. Parts of Jefferson County continue to recover from Friday's storm damage today. County Emergency Services Director Steve Allen says high winds were to blame. It appears it's uh, just high winds coming through and, of course, knocking over, um, from what I understand, a power line or a power pole, then onto the uh, structure for the day report center. And, of course, that uh, uh, the, the fire took the roof off of that as well. At least five fires were reported Friday. You're listening to Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. WVU President Gordon Gee says WVU has moved on from Bob Huggins. Gee says on Monday's Metro News talk line, the former coach was given a second chance after making homophobic comments on a Cincinnati radio station in May and then got arrested for DUI in Pittsburgh the month after that. He was given several opportunities to um, um, make certain that he followed the rules and, and, and that did not happen. Huggins is scheduled to be back in court in Pittsburgh next month. From the Metro News Anchor Desk, I'm Carrie Hudasek. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands. With a full array of fast food choices for everyone in the family. Or drop in at the Olive Garden, Cheddar's, Bubba's Burgers, Bob Evans, Fusion, or Panera Bread. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problems. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. 
If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Barstool Rough and Rowdy Brawl returns to Wheeling's West Vaco Arena August 18th. Featuring up to 20 fights, including several five-round fights. Bobby Lights Out Lang, Michael Make It Happen Brown, Hot Wheels, Dwarf Champion Lightning, Jeremy Smith, The American Redneck, The Polish Hammer, Strawberry Cowboy, and more. It's Barstool's Rough and Rowdy Brawl August 18th at Wheeling's West Vaco Arena. Welcomed by Bush Light, the Wheeling, Ohio County CBB, and Jill's Gentlemen's Club. Fighters and ring girls, sign up at joinrnr.com. Buy tickets at westvacoarena.com. Conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. And this ain't Dynasty. This is a real life two job working family. And I ain't JR. You ain't Sue Ellen. We're just a heard this before but that's kind of interesting i ain't jr you ain't sue ellen this ain't dallas this ain't dallas it's, uh, it's right. 9 46 14 to the hour here on the watchdog morning show 78 at the hilltop uh, 78 at uh, the highlands no let's try this again try it again 78 at the wheeling ohio county airport 76 at the Highlands, 75 poolside in Elm Grove, and 76 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Sunny afternoon, going to be hot right around 90. Tomorrow, heat advisory kicks into effect. We'll be into the 90s tomorrow with the heat index likely to be at least 100 or more uh, tomorrow. Did you see, I think you mentioned, did you see the Mitch McConnell thing yesterday? I didn't see it. I heard about it, and I, I seen pictures where he, he just kind of like froze up. He I was mean, in the middle of a press conference, right? He literally right? just froze up, stared into space. He was doing a press conference, and he was like, and one more thing I want to talk to you all about is. And then he just he stopped, and he, st- and he stared into space. It was really weird. And a couple of his fellow senators kind of came up and said, you know, are you okay? And he didn't say anything, and they took him away. And he came back a few minutes later, and he finished up the press conference, and he said, I'm fine. And But, boy, it was the weirdest thing. Yeah, not that big a deal. He's right, right around your age, right, Howard? Hey, what are you trying to say? I'm just saying he's right around your age, right, Howard? Uh, I think so. He's a little bit older than I am, I think. Uh, yeah, no, he's not right around my age. No, because it says right here, he's 81. Wow. He's got a decade on me. He's Sorry, a, Mitch. He's got a decade on me. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not suggesting anything terrible. No, no, but something happened. But I mean, something happened. I mean, it, you, it, it's a. I mean, he just. It, it wasn't just that he lost his train of thought because I've done that ten times probably today. Okay, you lose your train of thought. I get that. But it's also that he just. If I, mean, I saw the video of it, he just. I don't know what. It's like he's just suddenly boom. Blank stare into space. And Mitch is no just ordinary senator. He's used to this. He has cameras and microphones in time. his face every, every day, right? Every, every time. All, all the time, yeah. In fact, I thought about that because the video shows as they were taking him back to his office. I shouldn't say taking him back, but they were holding it, you know, holding his arm and kind of helping him back to his office. And there were cameras all around, and, and you could see the TV crews. And I was thinking, you know, maybe somebody else, they would have said, no, no, just stop, get away. But he's so they follow McConnell all the time, and they just just let him there. So, I, again, I'm not I'm not making anything bad about it. I just it's something happened, and if I'm Mitch McConnell and the people around him, I'm I'm saying let's maybe just 
yeah, check this out a little bit. I, I don't even know what it could be. You know, well, I know you're probably not a big fan of his, Howard, but he's he's got to be under stress too. He's well, got to be wondering. Under he don't know up from down. And you know what? As I mean, I I really despise some of what he did with the Supreme Court, and you know, but he is at least a he's a he's a a, a political operative who who has reason and thought to him, unlike Trump, who just is like you know. <laughs> So, anyways, and I you got to you got to like Howard. Even you have to have to recognize that he doesn't follow Trump all the time. You know, he's not. No, he a, doesn't. He probably doesn't w- like it, and he doesn't avoid it. But you know, he's not afraid to say, you know what, I don't agree with him. And and Trump has held him accountable for that. So again, maybe that's part of the reason why I also think he's. You know, I I despise a lot of what he has done in the past, particularly the Supreme Court. But still, I think it's it's. I can I can live with people on the other side of the aisle who have completely different ideas from mine. I have a problem with some of the current crop of Republicans that are just cult-like uh, around Donald Trump and, and those things. It's 10 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Bob Westfall coming up next. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 want to thank the owners and contractors of the Ohio Valley for using their locally trained workers to help build for the future. Local 83 helps design, fabricate, and build the gas infrastructure for the oil and gas industry here in the Ohio Valley. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 is 300 members strong and growing. They also do residential, commercial, and industrial work on both sides of the river. For more information, call Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 at 304-233-4445. Experience Undo's Upper Ohio Valley Italian Heritage Festival 40th Anniversary, July 28th, 29th, and 30th at the spectacular Wheeling Heritage Port, one of the largest Italian festivals in the U.S. Enjoy three days of food, family, and tradition with authentic cuisines, gourmet Italian wines, demonstrations, dozens of street vendors, My Way Cafe, bocce tournament, veterans appreciation ceremony, Sunday mass, Little Italy, entertainment like traditional Italian music, Ray Massa, Amici, and featuring the Skyliners on Saturday. Explore an exciting river festival with arts and crafts and games. Visit us on italyfest.org and Facebook. Undo's Upper Ohio Valley Italian Heritage Festival, sponsored by West Virginia Lottery, West Virginia Department of Arts, Culture, and History, Main Street Bank, Ohio County Commission, The Health Plan, DiCarlo's Pizza, and Wheeling Convention and Visitors Bureau. Wild, wonderful West Virginia. Hi, it's Tony Caridi, host of the CityNet Statewide Sports Line, right here on Metro News. Join the Senator Brad Howe, Coach Greg Hunter, and myself, as we discuss the day's biggest sports stories, talking with coaches, former players, and sports writers from all over the state and across the nation, bringing you the latest from the high schools, colleges, and the pro game. So don't miss the CityNet statewide sports line weeknights at 6.06 here on the Metro News Radio Network and streaming live at wvmetronews.com. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614 
888-484-7000. Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Trailer for sale or rent. Rooms to let 50 cents. No phone, no pool, no pets Ain't got no cigarettes Ah, but two hours of pushing broom Buys a eight by twelve four-bit room I'm a man of means by no means King of the road I have always been a huge fan of Roger Miller's I, You know, and this was one of the first songs that I really remember him doing there were some other just just big ones of that era i'm just a giant fan of his yeah me too howard and i you know i i, I don't like to play too much of one person and we open up the nine o'clock hour every morning five days a week well except for wednesday with walking in sunshine with roger miller and i told you i ran into that story about how he headed the search for the missing plane of patsy klein he had the idea of climbing up in one of those towers. He could and tell. Down, he yeah. could tell by the sheared off treetops about where it would be. He found the plane. What a hero! Yeah, and it, a great songwriter. And I just, I, I would never have thought of Roger Hero, uh, Roger Hero, Roger Miller. Right. In, in, if you had to said Howard, I'll give you a million dollars. Who found the Patsy Cline uh, plane? You'd have never Roger thought Miller. it was Roger nope. Miller. Nope. 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 Uh, busy day today. Uh, we're done here in a minute or two. Bob Westfall's coming up next. Then we'll be talking uh, with Hoppy Kirchival, 1006 Statewide Talk Line, TV7 News at noon. And then uh, after that, it's going to be uh, Donnie Gilbert live at the Grecian Formula, as he calls it, <laughs> at the Grecian Formula Fest down in Center Wheeling. That'll be kind of fun. You'll be down there for a little while. A little bit, yeah. I'll be ha hanging out down there. If, uh, I'll try to stay away from the bar, Howard. From noon to 3 today, uh, live here on the Watchdog Radio Network. And uh, then, of course, uh, tonight, uh, is the TBT again. Uh, Seven o'clock. Heard that and Best Virginia meet. And um, I think Flew Hardy might be there. So keep it down a little bit. Who knows? <laughs> That's all I'm saying is who knows? Bob Westfall is here. Good morning, Bob. Kaimeda Howard. <laughs> is that Greek? I think it must be Greek. That's ah. Greek for good morning. Back good. at you there, Bob. Yeah. What is Kaimeda? Help, help me with that. What was it? Kaimeta. 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 All right. I'll try and use that to my Greek friends, uh, or I'll use it to my non-Greek friends today and make them think I'm Greek. I don't know. There you go. There you go. Sl Slider and I have a little dis uh, difference of opinion on this. I love lamb, and I love a gyro. Uh, Bob, oh. does, Bob does not. Are you a gyro fan? 
Oh, I love it. The, the one in Steubenville. Have you been the one? Uh, uh, the one in Steub- downtown Steubenville. Yes. Uh huh. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's absolutely the best. Yeah. Yeah, um, Bob, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's Bob. what everybody says. Bob. Sorry, Bob. We we took a vote and we voted you wrong on Lamb. I'm going to tell you that right now. I just I really do. I just I just love a hero. I suppose you'll be talking a bit today at TV Seven about the Greek Fest and the Italian Fest and other festivals this weekend. Uh, we plan to be live there at noon today from the Greek Festival. Absolutely. All right, be uh, careful. Be Captain. careful. Be careful. Donnie Roberts is going to be there. You keep the camera away from him. God knows what he's liable to do. Well, if he does something on camera, we'll put it online and we'll get clicks. There we uh, go. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Okay. Yeah, it would not be the first time we've been accused of clicks. Okay. So. I understand that. So anyway, uh, but yeah, we'll be live there at noon uh, doing obviously our previews for the Italian Festival, which kicks off tomorrow, which will be live there tomorrow at noon and then again at 5 and 6. Um, so huge weekend. The TBT is going on. Um, if I can pull a rabbit out of my hat, we might be live from there as well tonight. So um, we'll see what's going on with that. Uh, so huge weekend. you got the Marshall County Fair going on down in Moundsville. Uh, Heather Miller Golf Scramble is uh, tomorrow as well. Oh, wow. Um, so that's going on tomorrow. Um, so just a huge, huge weekend. Um, something, uh, Wells Township, my hometown, and Bryant there, the community poll. Uh, Friday night, they're having Dunk a Cop, uh, Jefferson County Sheriff's Department's there. Uh, some of the local police officers are going to be there. So if you want to Dunk a Cop, uh, I think it's 7 to 10 at the Wells Township uh, community poll. So there you go. Sounds good. It's so a little bit of everything. Crazy weekend this weekend. Uh, but like I said, all of that is under the specter of triple digit uh, uh, heat index. So. Obviously, uh, something uh, obviously some people here didn't realize, uh, medical tent at the Italian Festival. We're going to be checking in with them, just get the information uh, out to people. If you're not feeling well, uh, just pl- plan, plan appropriate. I, I can't tell you enough. I mean, everybody seems to think that, you know, I mean, heat stroke can be, it can be fatal. It can I mean, be, so it's, a, it's, a, it's a serious, serious problem, and it can affect anybody. Don't think that you're hale and hearty. When you're looking at 100-degree uh, feels-like temperatures, um don't 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 play around right so um yeah so we're going to check uh give you where that tent is located at time festival things like that so uh, obviously zach uh adam uh our crew is on the weather uh so that'll be live updated as uh every hour on the hour so you got to got to have the weather app for the next few days uh especially especially storm weathers too uh so you've got that uh mega million this weekend a billion dollars so we're gonna do a little piece on that uh dk is out right now working on the cooling shelters uh on our website if you go to wtrf.com you will see the shelters we've got in belmont county uh, monroe uh, marshall county tom hart sent some uh, list out yesterday so we've added those uh so if you're in a situation uh, give uh, give them a call, uh, set it up, and they'll they'll get somebody to those churches or those those locations. Uh, so that's a big thing. So that that's a huge thing. I, I can't express enough the how how hot it's going to be for the next couple of days. So yeah, just just if you're going to be, be out and about, be aware of the heat and be aware of the op- the options that you have, like the cooling shelters and like the uh, medical tent down at the Italian Fest and so on. Bob, I'm yeah. short on time now. I got to run. It's my fault. Good talking to you. We'll do it again tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Bye, guys. All right. Uh, check it out at noon, 5, 6, 10, 11, 530, the statewide show, and, of course, uh, always at WTRF.com.
dangerous in many parts of the U.S., like Arizona, says ABC's Alex Stone. Arizona's burn center seeing patient numbers rise, and now Maricopa County is reporting 25 deaths this year, ruled by the coroner to have been related to the heat. That's up seven in the past week. And there are 249 more deaths around Phoenix being investigated as possibly being heat-related. President Biden today will discuss actions being taken to protect people from the heat. Meanwhile, lawyers for former President Trump have arrived at special counsel Jack Smith's offices this morning for a meeting. It's a potential indictment looms. Sources familiar with the matter tell ABC News this grand jury probe stems from efforts to overturn.